seen this before. This is That is oh, okay. So that's about as loud as I am. Oh wow, yeah, that's way louder. I could hear him pretty well on there, though. I could hear Doc for sure. Yeah. That was the that was a good video, I think. The Mavericks taking on the Clippers. And this is an important game because the Lakers lost. So if you win, you can create a little bit of separation. And that's exactly what the Clippers are going to do. Look at Luka shoving Patrick Beverly. Stop flopping. Stop that cheese. Inside, he hands it off to Harold for the slam. The Clippers are going to go on on to win but doc rivers he stops the game he calls a timeout pulls out the no, no. you just want me to do that one i just did you think that one will work where'd you get that off where'd you where's grandma i'm here spacious rear cargo area in the new subaru forester man play has stopped Doc is on the mic, giving it up for Dirk. Wow. I've never seen this before. Of all time. Dirk wow. This is, uh... Doc is on the mic, giving it up for Dirk. Wow. Stops. Starts like right there, right it when he starts, starts. Right there when it okay, starts. That's good. Yeah, so I'm just gonna. You don't have to like actually cue it up then. You can just right. play it. I can just keep it here. You can keep that on another tab, right? You play the music here. in the beginning yep. and then. Yep. All right. Good to go? Yeah. Good job doing that before we start. Right. You, <laughs> you don't have a click tab, right? <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to the Nosebleed Sports Podcast. I'm Chris Witt. With me, as always, Mr. Adam Schmidt. Adam, how are you today? I'm excellent. How are you? If I was any better, I'd be you. So, uh, we are once again on Facebook Live. Uh, Coming at you, it's 1030. If it's 1030 on a Wednesday, you can almost count on jumping on Facebook Live and catching us. Um, We appreciate everybody that gets on, logs in, and uh, catches us there. You can also get us on all your favorite podcasts stations except iHeartRadio coming soon everybody everywhere else you listen to a podcast you can catch us got a lot of fun stuff to go over today uh first off before we say anything how about college in Cincinnati right now college 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 basketball, basketball. hey college in general college in general sure. is fun but college <laughs> basketball is uh looking looking pretty good right now it is you got Xavier and UC uh both coming off a of- Really big wins, especially Xavier's win uh, over Villanova this Huge weekend. win over Villanova. UC beats U- US, uh, UCF. Uh, Kentucky. UConn. Or, I'm they sorry, UConn. UConn. They oh, beat UCF yeah. the game before that. Yes. Uh, then you got Kentucky, um, another big win. So uh, a lot of good stuff going on. Next week, the reason I bring that up is because next week we are going to do a little college basketball, and we have the writer, the beat writer for the Enquirer, um, Adam Baum for uh the beat writer for xavier mm-hmm. is gonna join us we appreciate that and uh so definitely get on early next week because uh he's gonna jump on right in right at the beginning 10 30 we'll get him in and out uh young fella can get some sleep i'm excited about that i know pretty cool so uh anyway uh we also got some other good stuff as always we got uh, some nba we'll do the big three we got some baseball we got some funny stories so let's kick it off man 
Let's do it. Let's just kick it off. Let's start off with the NBA because, to be honest, it's the only sport besides college basketball that's going on right now. And we're going to get so much into college basketball over the next two or three weeks mm-hmm. getting into the tournament. We'll take a break, uh, a little a little dive off of that this week, get into some NBA. What do you think? Well, let's start off. We we did a big thing about the Harden and Westbrook. Rest, Westbrook I can never say his name. Westbrook streaks. Uh, both of them end this past week. They did. They both ended. Uh, James Harden's 30-point streak ended at 32 games. Um, that was uh, – so he went 32 games, which is good for second all-time. And he was two points off. Two points off in that last game. Um, he he was uh, only – so his streak was 32. He was only like uh, 33 games off of the uh, all-time record, which is yeah. Will Chamberlain's yeah. 65. 65. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, we – and we talked about it. I thought that he had a chance at it. You knew he didn't have a chance. I mean, honestly, 28, though. I mean, he was he was a missed bucket. He was a bucket shy. They asked him about, you know, did you think about shooting it at the end? He was – why would I? Why would, They won. That's, yeah. a, that's the big thing is they won the game, and uh, he talked about, you know, they asked him, are you happy? Are you glad the streak's over? He said yes. He, he admitted, yeah, I'm glad it's over. Uh, mostly because he now he doesn't feel like he has to do that. He said he felt like he had to because they were missing Chris Paul and Clint Capella. Those guys are both back now. Now it's about getting. Now it's about working for the next week or two, um, working on getting the right, uh, getting the right lineups and figuring that out and and figuring out how to play with each other again. And, you know, they played very well before those guys went out, uh, especially with Capella getting those lobs and, and uh, exactly. stick backs and stuff uh, from, from Chris Paul and James Harden. So it's about winning now. I mean, it's 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 a lot more about winning than that streak. He's glad it's over. They talk. He and Chris Paul both talked about about getting, you know, right. getting this thing right for the playoffs. And now. I'm sure it wasn't just, you know, because of that. I mean, he's got a he, the you know, there was the between the fans and just the organization itself, I'm sure was big. I mean, that was a big promotional point for them mm-hmm. putting out him coming at that 30 points. So I'm sure that was a, a little bit of stress on him. Hopefully the Rockets I and mean, cuz the Rockets haven't been looking all that great uh no. here lately. So hopefully that kind of helps out and uh gets them on the roll they need to be on. Right. Uh, on the other hand, Westbrook's uh, triple-double streak ended at 11 games. <laughs> that poor guy. His triple-double streak ends, and he goes on a new streak of 40 points and 10 <laughs> rebound games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's an animal. He's unbelievable. It's ridiculous. Uh, you know, another interesting thing is, so his streak ended, I think he was uh, two assists shy, I want to say, in that in that game, in that two-overtime uh, win. So in that game, he had 43 points and like 15 rebounds or something like that. Uh, Paul George also had 45 in that game. So they combined for 88 together, wow. those two guys that's, in that game. That's One in double overtime. He actually – he probably would have gotten it in that second overtime, but he fouled out in the first overtime. So <laughs> um, so that's why he didn't. But they – so that's interesting that both streaks ended. Both individual streaks ended on with wins, with wins, for those and teams. in the same week, but with wins. That's you yeah. know, which is which is the big thing everybody was kind of talking about, especially with the uh, Harden deal. Was was he doing this? Was it was it more detrimental to the team? Because a lot of these games he was doing it in, they weren't winning. Right uh, now, a lot of that I believe is because Chris Paul wasn't in the lineup for the first half of those. Uh, he's been in the lineup now for I think it's been about ten games. Yeah, so that's been a big uh, that that should hopefully kick things going but Russell Russ is that guy's that guy's phenomenal yeah during that streak he averaged uh, about 22 points and about 13 and a half rebounds and assists so he's averaging 11 a little over 11 rebounds and assists per game of course he's averaging a triple double for the third straight year only one person's ever done it one year. He's working on his third straight year of doing that. Um, so he's Remember averaging. Remember how unbelievable that was for when when these guys were both when him and Harden were going after that two years ago, and it was like, oh my God, could you imagine if they get to? Oh my, only Oscar Robertson has been the, is the only, and now he's done it twice. Yeah, working on three, working on three uh, career highs right now in rebounds and assists, um, and and and. 
his lowest point per points per game in I don't know how many years. I mean, he's he's really taken a backseat to Paul George. It, exactly. And it's working. It's it is. And this is it's been it's been fun to watch this team play. They play different than everybody in the NBA. They're uh they they work harder, I think, than anybody in the NBA. They're a very good defensive team. Mm-hmm. Russ is playing phenomenal defense. Um along with Paul George, who's always been a good defender. But of course the NBA there's no defense in the NBA, so it doesn't really matter. That's a joke. Nothing. You're not paying attention to anything. <laughs> I, you didn't even I pay attention to what I'm saying. I, I, was, I, was, uh, I don't know that this is – We talk uh, about – I think uh, it's still good. Yeah, we talk good. about guys all the time who say there's no defense in the NBA. There is. There's plenty of defense. Good teams play good defense. Uh, you know, the three, the three ball just makes scores a little higher. Now, speaking of defense. Yeah. There, uh, there have been uh, some videos that have surfaced in the last couple of days. This is going to be your favorite part. I'm already, I'm already feeling it. You're, you're already getting defensive, are you? I'm already getting a little defensive. <laughs> of uh, your, your man, LeBron James, uh, taking, uh, taking a little time off on the defensive end, as uh, a player that he's supposed to be guarding is scoring from a Look, different part of the floor because he just turned his back if on his if defense. If you've seen the video, it was one play. They did a montage of the whole game, and it was like three plays looping, basically. It wasn't that – I mean, it was, <laughs> it was one play is really bad, and LeBron rolls his eyes, and he's kind of – looks like he's really upset. I think he's more upset at himself in that case because he knows he left that guy wide open. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. But why? Why go after the game and start throwing everybody under the bus? I mean, I understand. And maybe he, knowing LeBron, he's tried everything he can to get everybody uh, uh, back engaged since the trade deadline's over. And I just don't think it's working. So the next thing, the only thing he knew how to do is call everybody out. He said, uh, you know, last week that he was now. Switching, kind of flipping the switch, basically. <laughs> flip, flipping the switch into playoff mode. It, it's playoff mode. A little, early, mode, little right. early for him, he said. Yep. Um, and then they they went out and lost to New Orleans and Memphis, both teams that are below them. And the Lakers, by the way, now are the 11th seed Yeah. Uh, in, they the, just, in the West. They just tipped off now again against the Pelicans. AD's uh, supposed to only play about 20 minutes today. Won't play the fourth quarter. Okay. Um but LeBron, you know, besides those defensive faux pas, you know, he at the end of a close game against Memphis, who is like the fifth worst team in the league, um, they were I think they were down five. They had, uh, you know, there's time for a couple possessions left, and he shoots like a 35 footer and airballs it. He just he takes an inbounds pass, and there was no play. He took the inbounds pass from about 35 feet away from the basket, and he launched it, air ball, huge missed opportunity to score there yeah. and and uh, make it a one-possession game. And then at the end of the game, I think they were still down four or five, but he threw up another one that like hit kind of the like the backboard and the side rim at the same time or something like that. He just doesn't look like he, you know. He said, "I'm he's switching it." He's, but he's at the same time he's frustrated because he doesn't see his teammates flipping the switch. You, you cannot be the leader that LeBron James is. This is hard for me to, to be. Do. This is hard for me been. to do. I know, and I appreciate you setting me up for this too, because I know you don't want to hear it. But you can't, you can't play defense that way. You can't get caught. You can't have three or four plays that Sports Center shows of you standing underneath the basket while the guy you were guarding is standing yep. at the three-point line, then relocating, he, getting a wide-open shot. And when he hits it. the open three, looking like you're mad at the world. Throwing your arms up like, yeah. God, what are we doing on defense? Yeah, I'll tell you what you're doing. You're backing straight up into the paint. This is hard for me to do, talk bad about LeBron, because it doesn't happen very often. But you know what? Props to a guy. When a guy's doing something wrong, somebody's got to tell him. You have and to. I can, I, can, I can be his biggest fan, but I, I can honestly say – that was horrible. I'm glad that you said that because, that you know, somebody's got to get in LeBron's ear. I think everybody's probably afraid to to 
hold him accountable and, and really go to him and say something. You know, I, if Luke Walton does that, he's probably fired tomorrow. See, and here's but, the thing is you got the media that'll do it because all the media around is doing this right now. And there's nobody on LeBron's side on this. Nobody is on LeBron's side. Everybody's going against him, talking about it. The problem is, is if he's turned, if he's not paying attention to that at all, that's not in his ear. He needs it from Magic, from Luke. Brian from, Shaw. Yes. One of those, yeah, one of those guys that he respects – that that's going to mean something to him. Yeah, exactly. It, it, that's where it needs to come from. He needs Not even it. from his team, his team or whatever. I don't want that. It needs to come from the franchise that he's talking about. The fran- if you're going to play for this franchise, then you can't let trade talks, you know, uh, bum you out basically or whatever he said. So somebody's got to get in his ear. Somebody's got to get him going. He he can say all he wants about flipping a switch and getting into playoff mode. It 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 doesn't really matter. Those are words. I need to see it. Exactly. And he hasn't done it. I would love to see Luke Walton. We'll see tonight. I mean, you know, right now, I mean, there was two minutes into the first half and or two minutes into the first quarter and nobody had scored yet. Uh, And so, you know, this could be a very low scoring game. Now, I I think in that Memphis game, I'm pretty sure he had a triple double in that game. But that was also the game that they showed the three or four plays that he was just standing, turning his back on his player and. You can't – that's great you get a triple-double, but if you lose to a bad team, especially yeah. when you have to get every single win from here on out, they've got 22 games left. 22 games left. They're three games out of the out of the eight seed, which is the final seed in the playoffs uh, but they in the have West. four teams to jump. Four, that's the problem. And But and at the same time, they're only four games out of sixth, but then, <laughs> then you're talking six teams yeah, right. to jump. Yeah. So as much as it sounds and, and seems like it would be – uh, an easy task, 22 games. You can move up three. You can catch three games on somebody. Problem is, you got to catch three games on three other teams. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be interesting. They're they're ten. They're in the ten hole right now. Um, my man, LeBron. I love I love I, him. I I, I, I love you. him, and it's so difficult to get on him. But you get get your get your active. I'm not. I'm not. I'm still saying they're gonna make the playoffs. Okay. I trust in LeBron. This stuff happens. It's been happening for two, three years. These same things happen. And he gets the guys this where late, they need though? to be. Not this, never this late, okay. but this is a different team. It's a, you know, he was hurt. I mean, they were in fourth or fifth place when he went down. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, they're only four or five games out of that spot they were in. So it's not terrible. It's just that tight in the middle of the, of the pack in the Western Conference. And it, it's time. He's going to turn it on. It's about getting those other guys to turn it on with you. I think he can do it. I still got faith in him, but he's got to turn it around. So I know you don't like talking bad about LeBron uh, because you like him, but there's a there, there's an opportunity now to give some props to a to another guy um, that I that you're not as big a fan, but you like him. I think we both are are fans of Dirk Nowitzki. Um, it's been kind of a, a fanfare, kind of a farewell tour for him, even though he has not said that this is his last year. He's not said it, but I mean, we can all. I mean, he's averaging four points a game. He's he's not playing very many minutes. Things just aren't happening very well for him. It's gonna be. He's gonna retire. You almost have to now. Be after what happened. After what happened the other night in L.A., which we'll play that for you right now. After this, you almost have to retire. Like this is basically Doc Rivers saying, "Dirk, I love you. It's time to retire." And play has stopped. Let's go. Doc is on the mic. Giving it up for Dirk. Wow. I've never seen this before. The greatest of all time. Dirk Nabisky. Wow. The greatest of all time, one of the greatest of of all time, Dirk Nowitzki. If somebody calls timeout in the middle of a game to tell you that while you're on the floor, it's time to retire, big boy. That's pretty pretty special. It It is. That was one of the coolest things I have seen in an NBA game in a long time. Props to Doc. Uh, That was neat. Yeah, the Clippers were up nine with nine seconds left. It was 9.4 on the clock, and uh, he did take the opportunity to – to pay his respects and and uh, kind of get get the crowd into giving him a standing ovation. Yep, he um, made he forced the crowd didn't force him, but he told the crowd to get up. I get <clears throat> get a little choked up thinking about it, but I'm gonna <laughs> tell you that's listen. As a player in the NBA or anywhere, if you play in any sport or if you've played any sport in your life, respect from your peers 
like that has got to be one of the top things. Like Coachell's. Coachell's. It's got to be. I mean, there's MVPs are awesome. Uh, national championships, world championships, um, whatever, World Series, all that stuff is awesome. Uh, Hall of Fame is awesome. But something like that is a little different than any of those things combined. That is that is true class on Doc's part, mm-hmm. but it also shows you the type of player and the respect that Dirk Nowitzki has in this league. Very cool, yeah. And we've seen that kind of respect being thrown at, at Dirk and uh, and Dwayne Wade all year. Yeah. Um, and it's been really cool. That's that's one of my favorite things about sports is, you know, and that's the – you talk about getting choked up, that's the kind of stuff that gets me for that sure. That gets me, dude, yeah. Oh, man. Because uh, in my eyes, in my it used to be, man, I want to be – I want that to happen to me. Yeah. And now that I get older and realize that's impossible, now I'm like, man, I want to be in the crowd when somebody calls a timeout oh, to tell my son how great he is oh, or something like that. That's what I that's what I want. Yeah. Uh just yeah. So very cool, very, very cool move, very classy move from Doc. I you know, I, I <laughs> the microphone thing was act was an extra cool idea. Very awkward, I think. Yeah. Like very, because he didn't have anything prepared for that. I think oh, that no. was a spur of the moment thing. No, no, he grabbed and, it and then just pointed at the crowd and said, "He Let's just start said, cheering. he just said Dirk Nowitzki and pointed at him <laughs> on the floor. How funny! And then <laughs> just was like quiet for a minute and then said, like, come on, let's go.' It was, like it was almost like he was calling him out. Like at first, when you <laughs> yeah. first hear it, is like. I think he's about to fight Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> Dirk Nowitzki! <laughs> and then everybody's looking at him. It's like, oh, I guess I better tell everybody to stand up and cheer. <laughs> it was, it was, it was a weird. It was like a very awkward thing, to be honest with yeah. you. It was cool, but it was awkward in that way. And Dirk like was like didn't know what to do because the players. It was a timeout, but the players stayed on the floor. Yeah, everybody stayed right. And then they, they all the came floor. up and gave him five. Yeah. slowly too. It didn't happen right away. <laughs> right. He was standing there by himself. Red as a tomato, <laughs> and just didn't know what to do. Uh, uh, he was Adam Schmidt embarrassed. He in was that moment. totally Adam Schmidt embarrassed, one hundred percent. The way Adam Schmidt is down here when I start talking crazy, that's how red Dirk Nowitzki was at the time. He was, it, it, but but yeah, so so awkward for Dirk out there. Uh, and then finally, everybody slowly. Patrick Beverly came over. Guys slowly came over, started giving a five. I thank God. I think just to break the ice and make it not as as awkward. Just I agree. standing there. Because yeah. I don't think anybody knew what to do. No. Everybody just stood around. And I don't was... think anybody knew what the heck was even going on at first. Yeah. That was cool, though. It reminded me of I, – I mentioned this to you the other day. Pretty sure Rick Carlisle was the coach of the Pistons at the time, and he called a timeout. So they they – Stopped the game like they subbed for Reggie in the last minute of the game or whatever, right. and uh, he was walking off the floor, standing ovation, went on for a couple minutes, and then as things were calming back down, Rick Carlisle called a timeout to continue the the standing ovation. He and the and the Pistons like everybody got up from the bench and kind of walked onto the floor. Everybody was was uh, applauding him and just paying their respects to a to a surefire hall of famer which dirk is as well so no he didn't grab a mic he didn't grab the mic which i think was a better move honestly (laughs) (laughs) but you know i mean doc could have said like like hey i just want to pay my you know i just want everybody to to stand up and cheer for dirk Nowitzki, one of the greatest of all time or he could have just called timeout and walked out shook his hand and everybody would have went crazy anyway and that would have been really cool Yeah. yeah Uh, anyway, still awesome, awesome move. A little awkward, but very awesome idea. Good job, Doc Rivers. Big ups to Doc. So that takes me to to the next thing that I want to get into. So swipe left, swipe right real quick. Okay. Asian massages. Um, not, not Asian. Let's just say swipe left, swipe right to a massage. A massage, swipe right. Have you ever had a professional massage? I sure have. Oh, man, good for you. I've never had a professional massage. And I can tell you... I've never had a Bob Kraft style <laughs> massage either. Is that what they call it now? Yeah, it's a Bob, Bob Kraft style Bob Kraft. massage. It's a Bob Kraft. So have you seen? You the- just go into the parlor <laughs> and ask for the old Bobby Kraft. I watched a. I, I saw. A, I saw a, a document on it that it basically, like, apparently there's a video, and in the video it it types out and it says what's in the video. And, yeah. An old girl, old girl, uh, <laughs> old girl helping get his clothes off went underneath the towel. Took care of business, uh, came back up, put the helped 
helped him up and helped him put his clothes on. It said in the in the report. Had, hey, must have had sore hips. That a boy. Sore. Get her uh, done. Sore thighs or something like that. I'm guessing because yeah. I don't know. I, I, I'm just I apparently that's what... you apparently in those type of whatever type of massage that is, it's some kind of uh, mouth massage on the thighs. He probably had a tight hamstring, and she was, I don't know, lipping his hamstring. <laughs> I'm assuming that's what happened. I can't imagine. I can't. I can't imagine anything else. Yeah, that's uh, that's the worst chiropractor I've ever, I've ever seen. <laughs> um, anyway. That was uh, so. Yeah, I mean that's a thing in the news. We're just messing around about it. But it's a real deal. So it's a real know. deal. And listen, if it, if there's if there's human trafficking and all that stuff, obviously we're not for human trafficking. We think that's terrible. Uh, I would never, you know, I God, it, it worries me to death to see little kids go anywhere. But we don't know if it's human trafficking or not. If that's involved, it's a major, 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 major serious deal. thing, and, and it will be. If it's not involved and it's just some some people that came over here from from Asia and decided to open a parlor and they're doing it because they want to, then hey, Bobby, <laughs> it was it was January twentieth, and they, and it said they uh, that he was also there on the nineteenth. I love that. Hey, part. and I'm he got pretty a sure he got a massage for my birthday. I am pretty <laughs> sure that the AFC Championship was played on January 20th. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm pretty sure. So okay. he got he got his little helping at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning in Florida and flew to wherever the he was uptight about the game. Yeah, he's, he needed he to relax. Some. He went and got a massage. Um, yeah, I, I, we're gonna find out. You know, people are already talking about. Uh, how the NFL is probably gonna, you know, pardon him and and nah, give him a get, break. He's gonna and, get fined. He'll get a fine of some kind. Is that gonna be it? Oh yeah, it'll just, just a be fine? a fine. What else are they gonna do to him? What are they, they gonna suspend him for a game? He doesn't play. No. But, what else are you gonna do? You're gonna find the guy. Well, I mean, the same kind of thing happened with uh, Jim Irsay Do- with Donald. The co- well, no, I'm thinking of Donald Sterling. Um, now that was a, you know, there were there yeah. were phone calls that were recorded of him being racist and things like that. So it's a little bit different, but it's still um Listen, if anything, this misconduct. shows how unracist Bob Kraft is. He loves the Asian race. He he even, uh, you know, gives him a little extra money to help him out while he's getting a massage. Uh, he, he tips well, I guess, from what I Apparently, understand. Apparently, it was a $100 bill that you could see in two or more other unnamed bills that you couldn't see on the video. So good. He's, he, he gave her, you know, for, for, it was a 15 minute ordeal. I mean, it was a total of like 15 or 20 minutes. So good for her. She ex- made some, she made ex- some cash. It's an expensive massage. I'm telling you right now. Hey, if I'm a, if I'm of the other gender, I might, I might think about if I can make that kind of cash. <laughs> and I got some, and I got, and I got some uh, real gentle hands. Jeez, old Pete. Um, Speaking of what you were talking about before, how uh, about Dirk being all red in the in the middle of the floor? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm ready to move on from this because I I don't know that this all is right, going swipe, anywhere. Swipe good. left or right? Swipe left, swipe right. Stopping at yield signs when you're driving. Oh. Do you stop when you come up to a yield sign? I mean, if if there's traffic that I'm going to hit, if I keep going, yes. I mean, more than more than not, do you stop or go at a yield sign? No, because I'm so you go, irritated. You continue to go. I'm, I'm at so a yield irritated sign. at people at yield signs. There's these. It's a yield sign. That means yield. That means if there's a car about to hit you, don't go. But if you can fit, you keep driving. Like if you don't have to stop, don't stop. Keep going. You fit right in between those cars. So just but go. That's, that sounds like maybe a judgment call. It's not everybody's as comfortable fitting in no, between I cars. I feel as like people else. think that they come up to a yield sign and it means stop and wait till you have an opportunity to go. No, get out well, there. Keep keep her going, mate. You know you you got. I mean, if it's constant traffic, you may never get in there. Get get you going. So cut. Get you to get it. <laughs> so so cut. It's a yield sign, man. You just gotta get in there. Yield to traffic. If there's traffic, yield to it. But get in there if you can. If you Don't have stop. To, if you have to. If you, you have to stop though to yield I mean, to the if traffic. You have to. You have to. But let's 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 all let's all be. I don't I don't like aggressive drivers, but I don't like super defensive drivers. I like you. There's a there's a middle partake in there. Mm-hmm. Find it. Be that person and go. Don't be me. Are you? Uh, would you consider yourself more of an aggressive driver or more of a defensive? driver? I'm more of a defensive driver now. The older I okay. get, I'm becoming more of a defensive driver for sure. As am I. Yeah. As am I. Okay. 
Um, you know who is a uh, you know who is a very defensive driver. No, you know who's, who's a who's you that? know who's a great defender. Who's a great defender? I want to know that's who a, a great worse one. I went is. to the second the second idea. That was the worst one. Uh, Nolan Arenado is a great defender. Nolan Arenado truly is a great defender, and that dude is making some cash. Yes, he is. I uh, like what he did too. He waited two days after Manny Machado signed his deal as a third prominent National League third baseman, getting thirty mil a year for ten years, three hundred. And he said, "You know what? I don't want to be. I don't want to be on the same team for ten years. I'm younger than you. I might be able to sign another one of these in eight, and I'm going to make two mil more than you." He uh, deservingly so, I think. Oh, he's a better. I think he's a better third baseman. I think he's a better. I mean, mate, I don't know if he's a better hitter or, or if I, I they're right around the is. same. I mean, I, I think they're pretty equal on that stage, but uh, he doesn't come with the baggage, so that makes him worth it more to me. Yeah. And he signed with Colorado, who he's been with. I love that. I like yeah, I like keeping a, keeping the guy at home. Yep, yep. Um, so, yeah, he's going to have an opportunity now to play, I think, until he's like 36 or something like that with Colorado. Yeah, because so he no he's no he's twenty because uh, Manny Machado's twenty eight, right? Aaron Arenado's twenty six. He's twenty. He's twenty seven. He's going to be twenty eight April sixteenth. Is that right? So for the next eight years, so at the end of his contract, he'll be thirty six. Sure, he will have played his first. What'll that be? Twelve, thirteen years or whatever. With Colorado, with yeah. all the exact same, you know, we we love that Dirk is that way. He's played his entire career with Dallas. Um, you can go down a whole. You list gotta of guys, love that. You have to love that. Yeah, I, it's it's very cool. Um, but yeah, Nolan Arenado became, and I do think he and Manny Machado are pretty similar as far as uh, quality of player on both sides of the ball. Because Machado, I, if there's any, there might be one better defensive third baseman in the game and that is now that adrian beltre is gone that <laughs> is uh nolan arenado yeah i, I mean they're I thought you were gonna say somebody else they're one and two they're they're one and one a maybe yeah. um but but you know like you said arenado is maybe a little more likable um they're both really good hitters i think arenado actually total you know if you think about like the triple crown numbers i think he's better um, than Machado. So, so Machado's a year younger than him. Machado's 26, almost 27, and Arenado's Arenado. 27, almost 20, so I had him screwed yeah. up. So, but but they're, I mean, they're pretty similar, basically, right? Yeah. And they're, so, oh, yeah. Arenado's getting another eight. And now, the the, the interesting things, um, it's 10 years uh, for Machado with a five, with an opt-out clause after five years. Arenado has an opt-out clause after three after the first Isn't that crazy? So you're so used to always odd, hearing right? these like to the the opt out clauses at the end of the it's like a it's like a 10 year uh, a 9 year deal or a 10 year deal with an option after after your a team option or a player option after the ninth. Mm-hmm. And and to have these options dead smack in the middle, you're going to start seeing a lot of this cuz I think I think teams and players can get annoyed with the team very quick once they sign that big contract. And with that big contract comes less money for the rest of the team. And all of a sudden the team starts losing. And when a team starts losing with a big money guy, that big money guy wants out. Yep. Yep. That's a safety net. And, and it's, I think it's a really good thing for players because they want that security of the long-term contract, but they, like you said, they want an option to get out if they want to, I bet LeBron wishes he had a one-year opt-out clause. <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because his... <laughs> no, he doesn't. Because next year he's got Kyrie coming, he's got Clay coming, he's got Kemba coming, and he's got AD coming. What a starting lineup! And, and Kevin Durant, KD and no, AD. KD's not coming. KD's going to New York so we can beat up by on himself. Him. Yeah, he's got no. Well, yeah, because everybody else is going over to LA. LA ain't gonna have no money to give him. Where are they gonna get money to pay KD too? The Knicks uh, after after what KD did going to Golden State, he doesn't get to come to that team. He's got to K- play for the Knicks and deal with the 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 curse of the Knicks. The curse of the Knicks is gonna is gonna be drafting Zion Williamson and oh. be having KD and Zion and that and, would that and would be, Kyrie. You know why that's that's a curse? That is a curse for the Knicks because Zion Zion Williamson is not the best NBA ready player in the draft. If they drafted R.J. Barrett, that would be a much better 
much better draft choice, but nobody's going to do it. I'm pretty sure if you're you a think GM, much better. Um, uh, right? Are they I, that far apart? I I, I will think, I, I think will RJ agree Barrett's with you a better shooter. RJ Barrett is a more polished all around player right yeah. now. I will agree with that. I'm not saying Zion. Don't get me wrong. Zion Williamson is a bad man. That dude is uh, – I'm trying to think of some word that young kids say. That dude is prime. That dude is tight. He's on fleek. He's whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Off fleek, on fleek, in fleek. He's whatever you want to say. But the deal is is he's 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 just not the – he's not the all-around guy, like you said, that, um, that, that R.J. Barrett is. And I think – you know, down the road, if if Zion Williamson becomes a more uh, develops a, a a shot, well, he doesn't need to do that right now. It's like Ben Simmons; you don't he doesn't. They don't need jumpers right now. Nobody can stop them. He's very when effective without to, it. When they're yes, so but you know, LeBron, it took him you know a few years to develop an outside shot, and he's become better at it. I'm not saying he's a great outside shooter, but he is much better than he was when he came up, yes. and I'm sure that'll happen for him. But until then. Until he gets to that point, yeah, I do think R.J. Barrett is better. And if you're KD, you want to be—I'd want to be for the next three years with R.J. Barrett than I would with Zion Williamson. It's all about upside, so I, I think that's I mean, why most people are considering Zion Williamson probably the first pick because it's about upside in the NBA when you're drafting guys. And and I think most people believe that Zion Williamson's upside, his ceiling is higher than R.J. Barrett's. Well, could be. And we just went from baseball right back into basketball. I don't know without, how we did that. Without doing, I don't know yeah, how we did that. I'm either. not sure either. Um, anyway, so so touching really quickly, well, kind of finishing. Ta- how did we get into that? I, I'm not even sure, to be honest with you. I can't wait to re-listen to this <laughs> yeah. and figure out what we just did. So anyway, back to Nolan Arenado. So let me ask you this: So we've been waiting on Bryce Harper. Yes. Nolan Arenado has now signed. It's 32 and a half million a year. Does that mean that Bryce Harper? His minimum is going to be ten years, three thirty. Now, uh, well, it, it's it's kind of coming out that if he if he signs with the Phillies, it's going to be a long term ten year deal. If he signs with the, it sounds like it's the it's the Phillies and the Dodgers that are in in this race. Now, the Giants just met with him again today. Or Did yesterday. they really? Because he said he also said he wants to make his decision by the end of this week. Now, at that that being said, all National League teams, which you know, that is what it is. But uh, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, man. Because they're saying if he's on the West Coast, it's going to be a shorter contract, uh, same dollar amounts, just just maybe a five six year deal instead of the ten year deal uh, in Philly. But yeah, I mean, at this point in time, don't you have to say that? I mean, you feel like you're you're two you're two years removed from an MVP. Uh, none of those other guys were. Uh, you know, you you've done some big things. Last year was not the best year of your career, and you're gonna have to figure out a way to talk somebody into it. But I think you can. I mean, people are sending the money around. I think 33 a year. I think is what he's looking at. I think that's what he wants at this point. After seeing those two, he thinks that's doable. That's where he wants to be. I don't think he's gonna get 35, uh, which was his number in the beginning. Right. I don't think that's gonna happen now. Uh, those two didn't get it close enough to it for somebody to give them that much money, but you know, you never know. That's uh, thirty-five is is Mike Trout in two years. Yes, probably. Um, so that's interesting. So so Nolan Arenado signing that eight-year extension um, has implications on Bryce Harper, and then has implications on guys like Mike Trout. And Bryce and, Harper's the youngest of all of them. Yeah, he's twenty-six and not you know, and on the lower side of tw- of twenty-six. So. Um, yeah, so you've got a, you've got a few guys that are uh, that are going to be impacted by that. Guys coming up in the next couple of years too. Um, it's interesting, man. We're going to keep seeing that number rise. It's, God, it's so crazy. That's crazy. And you know, and the more I think about it, is is uh, you know the NBA right now is becoming is becoming a cash cow. If you're in the NBA, you're I mean you're seeing a lot of of. Not, I don't want to say mediocre guys or average guys, but but role players signing max deals, signing max deals, getting twenty, twenty two, twenty three, twenty five million dollars. Uh, if AD were to stay in in uh, New, Orleans. New Orleans, I heard something like it would be thirty four million dollars a year for five years is what his max deal could be. Gee, my knees. Uh, Forever, baseball was it. I mean, you were baseball. I mean, you you wanted the big bucks. If you wanted a chance at big dollars, you played baseball. The NBA's right there. 
the NBA is that is right there with them now. They have less people to share with on a team, uh, and less farm systems and everything else. Blah blah blah. But uh, it's it's a little harder to get there in baseball. I don't know. It's obviously just as hard to get there in the NBA as well. I don't know. It's there are fewer roster spots. Fewer yeah, roster I mean. spots. So it's there's a lot of money in professional sports, especially those two. And if you're a quarterback, that's the only way you're making yeah. money. Quarterback or unbelievable defensive lineman. But there's too many people on an on an NFL roster, so they don't have the money to spread around. Yeah, uh, this is it's it's crazy numbers, uh, you know, money that I can't even imagine ever seeing in my life, but. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, I don't, what would you do if you signed a deal and got your and got your first say you just got like your first year paycheck or something like that and you got thirty two signing half million bonus. Signing bonus. A lot of these guys they'll sign uh they'll sign like say I don't know what it was but let's say Arenado signed uh we'll we'll go with we'll go with Machado because that's easy ten years three hundred million dollars and he probably got I don't know probably like a fifty million dollar signing bonus and that's part of the. 300 but he probably got a big check what, what do you buy what's the first thing you buy with that uh first thing i'm buying is i am i'm putting an addition on my house and it's going to be a zero gravity room <laughs> so you're you're staying in the house even though you have 50 million dollars i got no reason to get out of here i'm okay. going in a big giant house and somebody gotta clean that thing i ain't doing that yeah you pay somebody to clean it why would i pay somebody to clean it when i can clean this little house <laughs> because then you don't because then you can enjoy a big house and you don't have to clean it. All right, well then I'll buy a big house and <laughs> one of the rooms in my big house is going to be a zero gravity room. I should be a real estate agent cuz I just got you buying a much bigger house. I, I, all I care about is a zero gravity room. That's going to cost more than the house anyway. And I'm so. making 3% on that, so. So is a zero do they can you do can you make do they, can you have a zero gravity room? Is that possible? Um, NASA does, I'm sure. Do they? For or don't training. You, don't you just like put a suit on and jump in water? Isn't that what they do for zero gravity? Do they? No, I, there's I such no thing idea. as a zero gravity room. I, right? I hope so because that when when I get that when I sign that big deal, that's what I'm getting. <laughs> All right, that's pretty cool. I don't know how you would get into it and keep the zero gravity in and open the door without letting the zero gravity yeah. out. There's got to be a button. Like, you got to get in there, seal it up, and then press a button. Yeah. There's like a there's like a breezeway. There's like a middle room. Yeah. You go in there, the back door shuts, front door opens, and you go, whoa. Yeah. That's and my just, floating you sound. You just levitate. Whoa. Yeah. That is the noise that it makes when you levitate. Whoa. It sounds a little bit like uh, the Jetsons car when it takes off. <laughs> Which is kind of, <laughs> yeah, kind of similar. There you go. Okay. Let me ask you a question here. Okay. What do you got? Uh, my brother sent me this the other day. It was on an Instagram post. Which is worse? So you go to a to a park or whatever uh, to play basketball. Okay. And normally in parks or schoolyards or whatever, you'll find this. Which is worse, a double rim or a rim with no net? All right. So this is this one. This one is a little tough, but I am gonna go with. Okay. So double rim. Is the worst? It, it's terrible. It is I, terrible. Uh, see, I almost said it's the worst, and then I was gonna say no net because I hate when there's no net. Because look, I throw up enough air balls to not know if that thing went in or not. <laughs> so I need the net. Uh, plus, if you shoot at a rim with no net and it's and it's nothing but net or nothing but air in that case, the ball goes flying everywhere. There's nothing to hold the ball in the field of play in yeah. the court. However. If you got two rims, there's no give on that son of a gun, dude. <laughs> Everything that hits the rims a long rebound. Yeah. Uh and it's the a, guy knows I don't I don't I, I that's everything I put up hits the rim, so <laughs> Nah. Um, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go with no net. That's worse, no net. That's what I'm saying. Now you're a shooter. You're just you're you're a straight shooter. I know how I, I got a feeling you're going with the rim. No, I, I agree with you. I, it's no net for me. I need I need to see the net move. It's just an aesthetics thing, maybe for me or something. I just, it, I, it just, I just have to see the net move when the ball goes through it. I have to. It, it's way worse to me to to not be able to see the net move. Yeah. Than to than to hit the rim and you know on a normal rim, a single rim, you might hit the rim and it bounces around a couple times and goes in. Yeah. You hit that, you graze that thing. 
boy, it's it's coming off hard. Oh. And if it hits if it hits the rim twice, forget it. It's just going out of bounds. Yeah, exactly. I can't. Yeah, the double rim sucks. That's I don't know why. What was the what's the point of the double rim on a playground court? I'm thinking maybe just strength, durability. If you if guys are dunking on it a lot or something or like maybe that, you it's don't gonna, get the bend. In it's it, gonna like, hold yeah. a lot more. I'm guessing. Whatever. Stupid. Um, terrible. Dumb. I hate it. They're <laughs> I hate both of them. I hate them both. Yeah, they're both really bad. I, I absolutely hate them both. But I, I take a double rim over a rim with no net all day long. Yeah. So speaking of double rim and rim with no net, it's like that's like if you had what if you had a double rim with no net? That would be like that would be like my worst nightmare. I, I would get like a I would get an axe and chop it down. Chop it down. It would be my worst nightmare. Speaking of worst nightmare. No, I wouldn't. If I if that's the only goal I have, you're still nah, shooting. You you're on, still you shooting. Shoot on it. All right, so I tried to make a transition. And it didn't work. So <laughs> I ruined it. It's okay. <laughs> so <laughs> last last couple of weeks we've been talking about some crazy dreams you've been having on Saturdays. They <laughs> seem to always happen on Saturdays. Yeah. Did you have another Saturday dream, or was it in the middle of the week? What do we got this week, man? I uh, did. This is, this is the Adam Dream segment. It's the weirdest thing. I did have another dream. And it happened on Saturday night slash Sunday morning. This well, one was this I, one was. We got to figure out what's happening on Saturdays for you to have these dreams. Oh, is it too much ice cream? You think you're having more ice no. cream on Saturday? No, I have the no. same amount of ice cream throughout I, the yeah, week. Yeah, one, one tub of ice cream every night. About about one tub. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, if this was not a this was not a fun dream. It was so. I think something happened. I think something happened uh, in the dream early on, and I don't remember that part. But it it transitioned into this thing where I'm at my house in my room. Okay. And I just kind of out of the corner of my eye have a basket of laundry sitting there. Nice. Right. Yeah, it's a good Cle- space. Good clean, place for it. Clean laundry that I have not put away yet. Folded though. Not folded yet. Ugh. Just brought it up. Just brought it. I up. I think just brought it up. Look. All right, we don't need to. We got in this before, but okay. <laughs> I'm already annoyed that your laundry is not folded. I know. As soon as you take it out of the dryer, it's it's, a, it's a, there's time constraints to your day. Listen, don't don't go get it. Don't go get it. I got gotcha. you. I I've done. I actually did that twice this weekend where I stayed in the in the in the dryer for so long. I went back down and fluffed it up another ten. Hit minutes. that fluff, bit. Hit that yeah. fluff. I love the fluff. Yeah. So uh, anyway, so I have this basket of laundry sitting there. There's a towel on top, right? Yep. I see out of the corner of my eye, I feel like I see this towel move. And it, it just and I look over and I could see the towel kind of like go back into place. Yeah. On the thing. I'm like, what was that? And then I look over and and one of my blinds, you know, I have the vertical blinds or sorry, the horizontal blinds, regular, you know, sure. on my window, and they st- they raise. They raise up a little bit by themselves. I realize there's a ghost in my house. Oh, jeez. I know. Oh, god. I know. Did you I, try to talk to both him? Both you and I are going to have nightmares tonight, okay? I am, yeah. Um, Did you try to talk to him? No, because I was terrified naturally. I was terrified. So I run, and I'm start, I try to scream. I try to, like, scream for I don't know what, for help or something. Sure. And I, can, I can't get it out. Like, it's very, very faint. My scream is really faint, yeah. so no one can hear it. And I'm scre- I'm trying to scream my head off so somebody can hear me to help, and I can't. Oh, it's the absolute worst. And you know what <sighs> happened? I was I was yelling in my sleep. I woke myself up from yelling, Did actually you really? yelling in my sleep. Wow. I've had that multiple times, the, the dream where you're – where something somebody's like about to do something to you and you like are yelling and oh man that is one of the most it's like the worst feeling in the world <laughs> yeah. when nothing comes out like i can feel the anxiety <laughs> oh, right I know, now me too. it hurts oh god so <laughs> all right so here's the deal so if you're bad. listening to this comment in the in the sections about your uh not being able to yell not being able to scream dream that's what i want i want the not be able to scream dream <laughs> In the comment section. No scream dream. Don't forget to like and subscribe as well while you're listening. Hey, speaking of the dream, okay, Hakeem the Dream Olajuwon was our number one seed. He in was. the Nosebleeds Sports Podcast Greatest Nicknames in NBA History Tournament. Yes. Um, that was the first week. Now, we discovered this past week that 
up until the very last minute of that first week, which was Hakeem Olajuwon, the number one seed against the number 16 seed, the answer, Allen Iverson, he was winning barely. Hakeem the Dream, Olajuwon was winning. It ended up 50-50. I know. So that was the first. So we all know how I feel about Allen Iverson, and we've all talked about the answer and uh, his crossover and everything. If you want to hear, there's a good story last on the last episode of this. Uh, so anyway, I voted for the answer because I thought the answer is a terrific nickname. You hate the answer. The one sixteen seed ends up as a tie, and I voted for the dream. So we each what, voted for. So the what one. do we do to break this tie, Adam? Because we have to have a break of the tie. Because am I am I incorrect with saying this is the last week of the first round? Coming up this coming week. This week, the, starting it's tonight. The, it's the 8-9 It's seed. the 8-9 seed. So next week, the winner of this game is going to play the winner of that first week. the first week, which we just realized actually ended in a tie. So what we're going to do. Let's hear it. Are we gonna Are we gonna both stand on our head, and whoever can stand on our head the longest, that's who wins? Uh, no, you win that. I uh, I have no have business seen, standing. Have on you my seen head. the round belly on this guy? <laughs> I, I I don't know that I can get on. My I head. I have like uh like one pint of blood in my entire body, so it's all gonna go to my head, and I'm gonna Just die or something. Numb. I don't know. Okay, it's uh, not a lot of blood. What will <laughs> What will do? <laughs> What we'll do? Are you like a vampire or something? It's uh no, I feel like I would have a lot of blood if I because wouldn't I drink all the? Yeah, but you burn it off. That's why they gotta keep drinking people's <laughs> they blood. They burn off blood as, yeah, a... as they fly around, man. That's like their that's like their carbs. They burn they burn blood instead of carbs. You so know what vampires I mean? fly around. That's their energy. And burn off blood. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I've never heard that before. That's very funny. Uh, what we're going to do is Dr. Cousseau or whoever wrote that stupid book. Anyway, good. What are we going to do? Ask, Let's I'll do ask uh, Count Chocula or, Count the, Chocula. or yeah. the Count from Sesame Street. Um, to determine the winner of the dream versus the answer, I will put on my Twitter, which is at Adam Schmidt 44, what day am I going to do it? What, what's the best day, do you think, to put a Twitter poll up? And let people let because we do this on Facebook. Our poll is on our poll is on Facebook, on Twitter. We're gonna go to Twitter. Let's just say let's say Saturday. We'll do it Saturday morning. I'm gonna put. I'm gonna post it Saturday. I'm gonna post it Saturday morning. So all day Saturday, share it with as many people as you possibly can. If you're out there, share it, like it, and vote because we cannot have a tie. I'm not voting. I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna send it out. I'll help you out and retweet and all that good stuff. But I'm not voting until the end. Okay, just in case. Just a- in case I need. Just in case AI needs one more vote. Just in case. Nice guy. I met um, him twice. Did you? Yeah. Where'd you go? How, where'd you meet him at? Uh, we were at a luggage barn. Oh. Oh, okay. The luggage barn. Yeah, yeah. I've been there. Mr. Case. Yeah. That's uh, what it was called. Yeah. Right. Because his dad, his grandpa owns it. Well, right? his grandpa owned it. His dad owns it now. He works there. Okay, and he works there. He'll take it over, right? Once eventually, <laughs> eventually he's gonna take it over. All right, so we're gonna put You're a Twitter poll out. Yeah, <laughs> I can just, only go. You just dumped that out. <laughs> I, can, I can only go. I can only go so far. All right, so uh, we're gonna go with Twitter poll to find out who wins. Now, whoever wins that Twitter poll is also gonna face the winner of this week's poll. Which is going to be the eight and nine seed, which is the number eight seed is Michael Air Jordan. Uh, All right. When is, I say that, I feel like that's not even that great. A and, and here's the deal: we got to remember, guys, we're not voting on the best player. Clearly, we're voting on the best nickname because the logo, the logo got a lot of props, got a lot of comments in on the on, on the poll for the logo. Uh, did he win? Logo won. Or the logo lose? Uh, no, I think the logo that was that was uh, was that two, two weeks, weeks ago? ago. Either way, so the the thing is, is you're voting on the nickname, all right? So let's just remember that. So don't everybody just automatically vote for Jordan because he's my because he's Michael Jordan, right? The mailman defeated the logo, by the way, two weeks ago. Yeah, that's a tough one. This past week, before I get on to this week, the glove, the number ten seed. Yeah, everybody. 
is pulling the upset right now Again, against the number seven seed. A lot of Ice upsets Man. in this. A lot of upsets in this. So the glove over the Iceman right now. A couple hours left to uh, to vote, I believe, on yep. that one. And then uh, shortly uh, we will be putting up the number eight seed, Michael Air Jordan, versus the number nine seed. The, my favorite one maybe in this thing is Vinny Johnson, the microwave. The microwave. Which is a better – so Which you're voting that? for the microwave, right? I'm definitely voting for the microwave. I love that nickname. I'm gonna need some time to figure this one out because you are you thought the microwave, Vinny. You thought he should have been a number one seed. <laughs> I thought he should have been way up there, and you didn't even want him in the thing. And so the, we'll see what people number, we'll see what people yeah. think. The number one seed that we chose might be knocked out in the first round, so we may not know. I may not have any idea what we're doing in this thing, and 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 he may have should have been there anyway all right so that's what's going to happen so let's get it we'll get into that uh yeah we'll tell you who won next week yes we will i have a swipe left swipe right for you all right let's do it i have two of them actually the first one okay we're talking we're talking basketball playing basketball here swipe left or swipe right make it take it swipe left thank you swipe left make it take it i don't know it's that's not basketball thank you that's not basketball basketball is i make it it's your ball a lot of times you go now the Look, days you, of I hate that when you go to when you go to the days of going to the park and playing pickup games in the park those are so, pretty much gone right, right. now cuz that just there well, are most parks take all have taken all their rooms down they don't right. let people play anyway but especially like Del High's taken their took their rooms down like 10 years ago yeah. uh but but here's the deal in a one-on-one situation I'm 60-40 against against make it take it but I'm, I'm i'm a little closer to leaning like i, I could do make it take it one-on-one you start getting three on three or four or five no no it's it's switch it up one-on-one it's a it's me versus you and if i'm just better than you <laughs> you don't get the ball but in a in a team game of basketball because one-on-one i mean i don't eh, you know whatever but in a team thing i'm good with it i i, I need i need no make it take it in one-on-one though you might be a tremendous offensive player and a horrendous defensive player. I can't player. wait till I get the ball. <laughs> well, well, like I said, I'm still against it. So, but Just, you have but to I, be a complete basketball a player. Hey, look, I mean, you know, one of my favorite games ever in the world is playing 21. And you make it, that's your ball, dog. That's where I'm good with make it, take it. 21. In that's 21 the only, because that's the that's game. That's the only, where, <laughs> that's the game only place I'm good with that is in 21. <laughs> Alright, I'm with you on that. Yeah, I, I swipe left. Hard left on make it, take it. Gotcha. All right. So Here, here's my – here. go. What do you got? No, I, I don't have another one. I oh. was just about to tell you that the two I had I used when I wasn't supposed to back in <laughs> two segments ago. No, there's a, uh, it's always the right time for uh, swipe left, swipe right. So here's my last one. The blood pressure machine at the store. So you go into like a Kroger or some store. Walgreens and they have a, has them they have there. A pharmacy. A pharmacy. Usually, if there's area. a pharmacy, yep. they have a blood pressure machine. Sure. Anybody just you just walk up and use it. Stick check your bicep pressure. in there. Yeah. Sure. Stay, right. Stick the 24 inch pythons in there and see what the blood pressure's like. Hulk Hogan had a special one made. <laughs> yeah, he had a custom he can't blood go, pressure machine. He can't go to Walgreens and stick his <laughs> arm in there. He breaks. It. <laughs> swipe left or swipe right on using the blood pressure machine at the store. All right. So I. I don't know that I've done it since I was like five years old. When I was a kid, I <laughs> because loved then it's a toy. <laughs> it was a toy. Uh, I know what my blood pressure is, dude. I always have good blood pressure. I don't need that. Well, now I'm old. I'm grumpy when I'm in a store, so I'm like, I get in. <laughs> I want to get in and out of the pharmacy as fast as possible. Grocery store. If it was just like in a random spot in the grocery store, I'd be all about it. Because the grocery store is my one of my favorite places to go. That's funny. That was the last thing I had written down. I was going to ask you about. All right, let's do it. Let's Are you a so so? By the way, I swipe left on using the blood pressure machine. Oh, I'm at, sure you do. That, there's too many people that have put their arm in there. And, uh. Uh, yes, that and it's just flat out embarrassing for some reason. I, there's Why no reason it that it should be. Why I don't know. It just is. It just isn't. Pressure. Yeah, it just is embarrassing to me. There's I just don't want to be. I don't want anyone it. to see me using the machine. I don't know why. It just is. But tell me this. Okay. Do you go to the grocery store? Are you a you have a rigid list. I'm in and out. I know where I need to go, what I need to get. I'm getting it, and I'm getting out. Or are you a little bit of a browser? 
Do you go up and down most of the aisles and, and say, okay, uh, do I need that? Nah, I don't need that. Or, hey, look at this thing. I'm going to check out the what's the what are the nutrition facts so on this thing. I'm 100% more of a uh, – I'll have a list. I'll have a list to go in with. Uh, but I'm definitely I – I walk in, I go to the same place, all the way to the left of the store. Even if I got nothing over there, go all the way to the left because that's the wine and beer aisle because I figure if I'm going to want something, I'm going to want it right off the bat. Then I'll – Got time. So I start over there, and I slowly make my way across the store. I don't go down every aisle, but it, I I, I, uh, I definitely always get at least five more items than what's on my list. Man, that's cr- and when I'm at the when I'm at the grocery store, I look at I'm I like I'm an I'm definitely a uh, what do you call that? Uh, I, I I make a eye contact. Watcher? No, well, I'm a people oh. watcher for sure, but I try to make eye contact with everybody that walks by me and say hello. Okay, I that's... always try to. I just people walk by. Sometimes I'll stare you down. <laughs> You're purposely not looking at me. I will stare you down as you walk by me, and then the second you look up, I'm gonna say hi, and I'm gonna keep walking. <laughs> that's that's very strange and creepy. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was 100 percent the same as you all the way up until that yeah. making eye contact and saying yeah. hello to every single person. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of the opposite of that, but but um, especially if I know you, I'm gonna I'm gonna act like I didn't see you and go oh, somewhere else. No way, dude. If I le- I've left the store before I've gotten everything. If I saw somebody that I didn't want to talk to, yeah. Listen, let me tell you this. This is a true story. I went to the grocery store and had a line of people waiting to talk to me. <laughs> Shut in up. the in the vegetable aisle, you can call my dad and ask him. <laughs> I got there. I this guy stopped me. I've known him for a while. Talking to him, having a conversation. Behind him, my buddy Wee Man walks up. I give him a uh, what's up, give him the little finger, you know, the hold on one second, I'll be right over there. <laughs> Old boy still talking to me. Next thing I know, Pops comes walking up. <laughs> Pops is on the other side. Dad's like, hey, say hi to him. Him and Tony. Have a little conversation, waiting for me to get done. It took a little long for the conversation I was in. They took, they spread their ways. I found them later on in the store. But uh, yeah, I'm a listen. I'm I'm looking for people that I know. I hope there's somebody there I know because I'm a, I'm gonna talk to. You. And then I'm I'm gonna stay. I might purposely go down the aisle you're in and not need anything. <laughs> Because I will purposely make you feel uncomfortable like you got to talk to me. <laughs> That's so the opposite of me. But Delhi Kroger's, man. Everybody <laughs> talks to everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I see people in the store I know all the time, too. Um, if, if you know, if there's no getting around it, you just say hello or whatever. And it's not yeah. like I don't like people, but sure. I'm just, you know, I'm just a, a, a backward guy. But I'm the same as you, Dude, though. I, there's a ton of people that are like that. My sister-in-law will purposely, if she sees somebody, will stick her head down and keep walking. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's tough because then people, if people see you do that, they feel like, oh, what a jerk or something like. And you're I, you're not like you're not being. You're just you're you just have being like a jerk. You're one hundred percent being a jerk. You're no, but, purposely getting away from somebody that you know. But it's not purposely. because it's not because, because you, you don't, don't want to talk to them. No, but it's not because you don't like them or you don't really want to talk to them. It's just that it's because you, you don't ha- want to talk. It's to them. it is because you don't want to talk to them. But it's not. It's because of you. But it's because. At least for me, it's because, you know, I there's just I don't know. I just get nervous. There's anxiety about it. There's uh, there. It's just uh, it's just you can't. Uncom- talk, you, it's just uncomfortable. It's, to somebody? it's small talk. You're, you're a millennial. You're a millennial. You, got, you don't know how to walk up and talk not, to somebody. Yep. No, it has nothing old man's to do with coming that. in now. It has the nothing old man's to do with that. In. People, you know, if they were if, if you had your I'm phone out, than you. if you had your phone out and you could probably tweet them or text them or something, couldn't you? You'd probably feel super comfortable doing that with nope. them five feet away from you. Go up and say hello. <sighs> <laughs> let me let me take it <laughs> let me let me escape that and take it back to I'm the same exact way though shopping. Good. I go in, I go all the way in my Kroger, I go all the way the right? to the right. What's on the right? That's your the, Kroger's. That's the uh the meat the um Is that the veggie the deli? in the it's deli? It's the deli, then the produce in the back yeah, on that's the how right. Mine is. You got the I'm on bread the right. along the side. Yeah, I'm on the that's on my right, but I go to the left. I don't okay. go there first. Okay. I like my bread and I like my veggies at the top. If I got a big if I got a big bunch of stuff, you go to the left, you got beer, you got pop, you got milk, all the heavy stuff. I need that at the bottom of the cart 
So I go to the left first. I also don't like people bagging my groceries because you don't know what you're doing. I bag my groceries. <laughs> don't touch my stuff. So that's like what that. I was going to say. If you're, if you're taking the, the light stuff out first and scanning it, bagging it, I that got, stuff's going in it. first. I've been, and I don't, yeah, you well, gotta, I'm, I know what you gotta I'm doing. You got to just set it aside. Well, you don't set it. Yeah, there's different ways to go about it. You got your front corners. You got your basket. You got your, you're all the way against the front. You're all the way against the back. You separate and get some medium-sized things like, you know, some orange juice in a box. You know, that's a, that's a separator. You know what I mean? It's a little heavy, but it's also it's not going to kill something because it's in a hard plastic. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You got your your uh, meat. You know what I mean? Uh, that's not going to hurt something soft too bad. And so, uh, there's there's ways to do it. I got gotcha. you. How how do we go from a sports podcast to talking about how to bag groceries? How to uh, you know? It, this is so much more than a sports podcast. So much more. It's about life. It's about life. And, and speaking of life, next week we are going to have on Adam Baum, uh, former Elder Panther. Uh, fullback. He's also the uh, sports writer for the Cincinnati Inquirer slash USA Today. Uh, beat writer for the, I was almost said for the Reds for <laughs> the uh, Xavier Musketeers. So we'll get into some college basketball next week. Um, that's going to be good. He'll be in. You can catch him. He's got a, a couple new stories out on Xavier on Cincinnati.com. Cincinnati.com. You can catch him at Adam J Baum. Uh, check him out next week. He's terrific. He's terrific uh, as a writer and on uh, and on Twitter. Very good. Yep, very good. So check follow him. him, check him out, read his stuff, and don't forget to turn your headlights on.